You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, everyone. This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. Today, I want to share with you guys, if I could only buy one stock on the stock market, which stock would that be? If I had to invest my money in one stock and hold it long-term, potentially for life, which stock would that be? Now, this is not an easy question to answer. In fact, I'm gonna give you guys two different responses. The first response is gonna be an index fund, an ETF, an exchange-traded fund. I personally think that'd be the best investment long-term. It's in alignment with my long-term investing philosophy and it's the least risky. However, some of you guys might think, well, the title of this video is one stock, one company, and an index fund is not one stock or company. It's buying a group of companies. So I'm also going to give you guys a response of a few individual stocks, companies that I like that I would buy and hold long term. But I will mention it is a bit of a toss up because there's no guarantees. When you're doing individual stock picking, there's a lot of speculation. No one really knows where a company is going to be 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now and beyond that. There's a lot that can change and happen and occur. And that's why I think the index fund is the safer bet and what I'd really long term invest my money in and I could see myself holding for the rest of my life. But nonetheless, let's dive in and I'll share with you guys my perspective on this. So 
the best stock that I would buy would be an index fund. It'd specifically be the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. Okay, the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. This is essentially an index fund that holds the top 500 companies in the United States. Vanguard I like because they have the lowest fees compared to some other ETF, uh, you know, different companies out there. Um, but historically, the S&P 500 has returned 9 to 10% every year. Uh, in fact, Warren Buffett, um, one of the greatest investors of all time, has said that the average investor should just put their money into the S&P 500 index fund. In fact, even with his own wife, he's instructed his trust that when he dies, 90% of the money that he gives and passes on to his wife is going to be invested in an S&P 500 index. The other 10% of cash is going to be invested in short-term government bonds. And he wouldn't even bet, you know, uh, he wouldn't even bet Warren Buffett against Berkshire Hathaway competing against the S&P 500. He'd much rather, uh, you know, invest in the S&P 500 than Berkshire Hathaway, essentially, long term, because most investors, most money managers can't even beat the market. They can't even beat the S&P 500 over a 10-year period. So the S&P 500, I love, I like it. I'd hold it long term. I like the U.S. economy. It's the strongest economy in the world. I'll con I believe it will continue to be that way for a period of time. It might get overtaken by a country like China. Uh, but nonetheless, the U.S. economy is strong and will continue to be strong over many, many years to come. So that's an investment that I have a lot of confidence in. And you can look up the Vanguard S&P 500 if you like. I've talked about it before in the past in other videos. The ticker symbol for it is VOO, VOO. Now, that's what I would do, but if I were to pick an individual stock, that's where it becomes a little bit trickier because there's a lot of great companies out there and I don't really know how they're gonna perform long-term. Uh, the options I'm gonna give you guys, I think all of them are gonna do great long-term, but I can't confidently say that in 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 50 years, 100 years from now, that that company is still gonna be the dominant player in its category. Um, there's a lot of other companies that come every 10, 20 years or so and they just disrupt the market. And we've seen that time and time again. In fact, a lot of the tech companies that I like are relatively new companies. They haven't been around as long as some other companies. Some of them are 10 years, 20 years, 30 years old. In the case of a company like Apple back, I think in the 1980s was when they first started with Steve Jobs. And so it's a little bit harder when you, uh, when you are investing in a company long-term that doesn't have a lot of history and has benefited because the world has changed so much because of technology and because of the internet and the world is changing rapidly and with the rapid changes that occurs in the world, markets and categories are gonna be disrupted as a result of that. But a few companies I do like, one would be Amazon, another one would be Tesla, another one would be Apple, uh, Microsoft, and even Google and even potentially Shopify. Now, not as much Shopify because they're mainly e-commerce Whereas the other companies I gave you guys, they're quite diversified in many other categories, many other sectors, which I like. So for example, Amazon. Amazon is the king of retail, uh, e-commerce, but they also have Amazon Web Services, which is a great contributor of their, their revenue. Um, but what I love about Amazon is they're so dominant. Um, they're dominating online retail. Traditional retail is still strong, it's still hot and everything like that, but it's been dying away. And so as time goes on, more and more people, the trend is always gonna be that they're gonna buy online because buying online is just easier, you get your product faster, you don't have to go to the store, look for parking, you know, go into a store, and especially with the pandemic and what's occurred there, 
it's kind of died off even faster and more and more people have gotten accustomed to buying online. And so online you can have a better experience. You can look at reviews of products. Uh, you can get you know same day shipping with Amazon in the United States. So there's a lot of benefits that Amazon provides and they don't have that strong competition. You know, one thing that Warren Buffett always talks about and Charlie Munger is that you want to invest in businesses that have a moat around it. When you have a moat around the business, it's harder for other companies to compete. And with Amazon, who's their competition? I mean, when it comes to online retail, then that would be Walmart or maybe Target or Home Depot or Best Buy, but they're so weak in comparison to Amazon. Amazon has so many advantages. And Amazon is growing the most internationally. So companies like Walmart, even though they are a legitimate online, you know, have an online platform and online retail, they're primarily in the United States, whereas Amazon is expanding massively globally. There's many countries that Amazon is not in. And there's many countries that Amazon is still in, but they're just not as known yet and as big yet as they are in the United States. And so I see that only growing where they've got a model where they can really take over the entire world. Now, if you look at the other companies like Apple, well, you know, Apple, for example, is used in all the other countries. And so they're already globally have a lot of distribution, whereas Amazon still has so much room for global expansion. So I like Amazon for their global expansion. A big moat that they have is their prime and their shipping, which a lot of companies cannot compete with. That's a huge advantage that they have. And I don't see a lot of them being able to compete with them anytime soon with that. I mean, even Amazon, I think eventually is going to get away from UPS and FedEx and all those companies like that because they can pretty much build their own, um, their own delivery and everything like that where they don't even need companies like that. Similar to how Apple is making their own chips now and they're kind of becoming less dependent on chip makers and other companies like that. I see a similar thing with Amazon where they're just going to take over the shipping industry as well. So they have a huge potential there, but also Amazon has an advantage when these companies are so big, they can get into other categories and markets very easily because they can leverage their power. So for example, Amazon with Prime, like Walmart, these companies can't compete because with Prime, you can also include video, you know, their Prime video that they have. And so they're now competing with companies like Netflix and streaming, you know, streaming like HBO and Disney, uh, music as well. So now that's something that they can also include, but they can include many other things. And so when you have a company that's that powerful that can then get into uh, video streaming and they can get into music and they get into podcasts and they can get into all these different things, that's just a huge advantage other companies can't compete with. So these companies that have that amount of power that can just go in and dominate different industries is something that I see from them long-term, 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now, they're gonna continue to grow. They've got so much room for growth and expansion, but in many other sectors so that they're very diversified, which I like. Now with Amazon, you could argue that there's a risk with Jeff Bezos stepping down as the CEO. But if you look at Apple, if you look at Microsoft, if you look at many other companies, the founders have stepped down as well. You know, Steve Jobs, when he stepped down from Apple, Tim Cook took it over and Apple since became a trillion dollar company. Same thing with Microsoft when Bill Gates stepped down. And the reason is Steve Jobs is a visionary, but Tim Cook is an operator. You know, same thing with Bill Gates, he's a visionary. And same thing with Jeff Bezos. And so I think that's one of the reasons why those companies have grown so much since then is, you know, don't get me wrong, Steve Jobs and, you know, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, incredible, amazing entrepreneurs, some of the best throughout history, without a doubt. But um, sometimes when an operator comes in, they can grow and scale it in ways that the original founder wasn't able to. So 
Um, but either way, when you look at any stock long-term, like if we're con considering holding anything for life, then of course the CEOs and the leadership is gonna change over that time frame. Um, so that is something that you have to keep in mind, and that's why the culture is so important, uh, which I think companies like Amazon, Apple, Tesla, they've got a great culture. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, so I like Amazon. And it's a toss-up. You could also argue Tesla. Tesla's a great company. Elon Musk, an incredible entrepreneur, incredible innovator. I think he's a genius. Um, I look at Tesla as a tech company. You know, they're not just an automobile company anymore. You know, they've really evolved and are, have a great diversified business now, and they're expanding a lot. I love how Elon Musk is willing to take risks and kind of get into these different markets. And, um, you know, the ideas that he has is just... I think he's a very progressive entrepreneur ahead of a lot of other entrepreneurs. So I like that. I think they have an amazing brand. Uh, they have a cool factor similar to what Apple has. And so that's kind of the moat that they have. And they have a way better technology. But there is competition. And the advantage that Tesla has is that they're the leaders of EV. But there's competition that's coming. And all the other automakers are eventually also going to, you know, they're behind on EV, but they're going to be catching up. And so one of the reasons why Tesla is overvalued right now, um, you know, they've grown so much, is because investors factor in the growth of the company years in advance. So for example, Tesla, the one challenge they have is with delivery. In fact, I was actually looking to buy a Tesla Model X here in Vancouver, Canada, which is where I am. I can't get one. They don't have any in inventory. They don't even have demo cars for it. And, and they don't even have the Model S and some of the other ones as well. So I have to, if I order it, I have to wait till January, February. That's like six, seven, eight months from now. That's a big problem. And so meanwhile, I'm looking at some other vehicles instead because I don't want to wait that long. That's a big problem when you have a demand for something. I mean, it's great when the demand is so hot, which is part of the reason why, but they can't meet the demand. And so investors factor that in, and that's why it's you know uh, priced at what it's priced at right now. Because once they get that sorted, you know they're going to be able and keep up with the demand. Their revenue and everything is going to explode as a result of that. 
Uh, but, you know, with there is competition, but nonetheless, Tesla has the best technology. They have the best battery. They're ahead of the competition, but the competition will catch up. So, uh, for example, I was at a Jaguar dealership the other day. I was looking at the Jaguars. The CEO of Jaguar has said that by 2025, they're going to switch everything to EV. You know, so right now, EV is a trend environmentally friendly. I love EV cars and everything. I want EV cars. It's better for the planet. People love it. And, but Tesla is just way advanced and ahead of everyone else. But it's just a matter of time before that catches up. So that is something to consider. And I think Tesla, um, they do have to continue to diversify. And, um, you know, some people, you know, don't like Elon Musk and some shareholders, for example, uh, with some of the things that he says in public that make the stock more volatile at times. They don't like that. And so there's some factors like that which some investors don't like. But nonetheless, you know, I think Elon Musk is great. Tesla's great. Will be a great company to invest in and hold long term. Now, companies like Apple, um, you could also say amazing, amazing balance sheet that they have. I mean, all these companies have got great balance sheets. They're really well positioned for a lot of growth and scale. Um, but, you know, Apple has competition. They've got Samsung. They've got the Android. Um, you know, they do have some competition. And that's why I like Amazon because I feel like the competition, even though there is some, I don't see them catching up. I don't see them. I, I, like I, I could see with Apple, perhaps with Android and some of the competitors, they, 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 they are more of a legitimate threat. Uh, same thing with Tesla. I could see how these other car companies can be a legitimate threat. But with Amazon, I don't see it. I don't see that legitimate threat with Amazon compared to some of the other ones. Um, but Amazon, you know, Apple is great, amazing company as well, very well diversified. I, I, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with them. Same thing with Microsoft, and I say the same thing even with a company like Google. I like Shopify. I, I think Shopify is a company. There's really not anyone close to competing with Shopify, uh, and especially for me because I know the industry as someone that is in e-commerce himself and talks about it here on YouTube. Uh, you know, there's Amazon, but Amazon is not the same as Shopify. Shopify is if you want to have your own website, your own store, and if you're an e-commerce seller, Shopify is the best path. Otherwise, you look at the other options like you know using a WordPress blog with WooCommerce or whatever else is out there. It's just not as strong. But Shopify, you know, retail is going to grow without a doubt. They're in a huge market that's going to expand rapidly. Um, but it's not as diversified. I'd have to wait to see until they diversify more like the other tech companies before I really would decide on them long term. Because you need a business, if we're thinking for life, they've got to be able to pivot. They've got to be able to adjust as changes occur and they've got to have a Parthenon, which is what I talk about, not a one-legged stool. You need a Parthenon that has multiple pillars, multiple parts of the business so that as challenges arise, uh, they can anticipate those challenges in the market, in the world, but they can adapt and if, even if one pillar gets removed, it's still a strong structure, it's still a strong business. The one risk that I see, the biggest risk rather, that I see with these companies is government is, you know, there's always been talks about government breaking up these companies. These companies are too big. They're too powerful. They have a lot of power um, and they can monopolize certain industries and they can also, you know, indulge in certain anti-competitive practices. That is something that is a risk um, and that potentially could change the game, could change the landscape where, you know, maybe they don't want a company like Amazon being this big and they can just get into a, a new market with all the power they have, all the money, the brand that they have. They can get into a new market and destroy all the competition or even buy all the competition and monopolize that industry. 
That's one of the reasons why I think they're great long-term. Same thing with Apple and some of the other ones. But it's also a cause for concern because government could break that up. And that could change everything. And so that's the one thing that I'd always keep in mind with these big companies uh, is as huge and powerful as they are, you know, when they continue to grow and be that powerful, government might step in at a certain point and break them up in some way and uh, stifle their growth uh, because they're just going to monopolize certain industries and just kind of wipe out competition. And competition is good. You want competition in a healthy economy because that is what drives and fuels innovation. So that's why it's hard for me to choose one individual stock. If I had to pick, I guess I would choose Amazon, but I, you know, it still would be a toss-up. Like it's still speculative. You don't really know. Apple, I like. Tesla, I like. Google, I like. You know, I could even make an argument uh, if you're more conservative. There are certain banks, for example, that have the history that these other companies don't have. So, for example, as a Canadian, I invest in a lot of Canadian banks, the big six banks which are Bank of Montreal, Bank of Nova Scotia, TD Bank, CIBC, uh, Royal Bank, and uh, I missed one. Uh, did I mention TD? TD, Royal Bank, CIBC, uh, Bank of Nova Scotia, Bank of Montreal, and I think, I think that was it. Uh, well, I'll maybe post in the comments for the one that I missed. But nonetheless, um, you can look at a bank like Bank of Montreal. It hasn't missed a dividend payment in over 100 years. You know, and the banking system in Canada is strong. You can invest in the Canadian banks on the New York Stock Exchange if you want to as well. So you don't have to be in Canada. You don't have to have Canadian currency to invest in these banks. But, you know, I like the Canadian banks better than the U.S. banks. You know, Canada has a better banking system than the United States does. So you could make an argument for that too, that if you just wanted to hold something long-term that you know has a great history and it's a very established industry. The financial sector versus tech is still, again, relatively new. Uh, finance has been around for a long time. You can make an argument for that as well. And I would hold those banks long-term and even potentially for life because I do like the dividends and the income that I can receive from them as well. So that might be something that you could also factor into your equation. But you know, the strongest answer that I could give you guys, the one that I'm most confident in would be the S&P 500, Vanguard. It's a company I like the best. And that ticker for that would be VOO. So that's my response to you guys. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Leave a comment below. Let me know which would be the one stock that you would buy and hold long term. You know, do you have a, you know, perhaps an argument for uh, one stock over other stocks? Maybe some that I might have mentioned. Would it be for you an ETF or an index fund? I'd love to hear what that is. Leave a comment below. Of course, if you guys enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe for more videos here on Project Life Mastery if you want to learn more about investing, personal development, business, many other topics that I cover here. And I'm also going to mention as well, if you're brand new to investing or even if you've been investing for a while, if you guys are interested in receiving two free stocks, then a brokerage app called Webull, Webull, they actually have a promotion going on right now that if you sign up with them, you make a deposit, you can get two free stocks. And so that's pretty cool because, you know, why not? It's pretty much free money that you get as part of their promotion. I'll link below for you guys if you guys want to check them out. Or go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash Webull, W-E-B-U-L-L. You guys can sign up there and take advantage of that promotion. So thank you guys so much. I look forward to seeing you guys again in the next video. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, 
then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.